Hi guys, I'm Marie. And I'm Maddie. And we're here today just to bring you a quick little mini episode, not on anything crime related, but on the backpacking trip through the enchantments that we just did. Yes. I would say our most important piece of gear was probably the one mosquito net thing that covers your head that I had that we had to share at our campsite. Dude, the bugs are so bad this year. Yeah. Okay. So if you don't know what the enchantments are, they are this hike, well, this area in Leavenworth, Washington, and you basically go up into them. You have to go over a pass and then there's all these alpine lakes up there. And then you have to take this grueling trip back down and you can do it all in one day. I did it last year. It's about 18 miles if you take zero side trips. Elevation. Please share the elevation with the people. Um, This is important. Don't let her skip out on the fucking (laughs) elevation for you. Maddie apparently did not know what she was getting herself into. Um, I told her it was going to be hard. No, you did. But you didn't tell me specifically what we were going to be doing. And you knew what we were going to be doing. You sugarcoated it for me. (laughs) And I was not appreciative. So the elevation is about 4,500 feet. Which isn't terrible. However, we did all of that in probably the first, like, four hours of our entire trip. (laughs) It was more than four hours. Six hours? It took us, like, six hours. Okay, so basically in order to spend the night in this area so that you don't have to go all the way through in one day. By the way, if you go through in one day, you have to have two cars or you have to hitch a ride. Yes. Right? We hitched a ride. But the trailheads are about eight miles apart. But it's pretty, it's a pretty steep road to get up to, back up to the other one. So if you have to walk it, it kind of sucks after you've done 20 miles. So this year, I finally got a permit for the core zone, which means we can go into the enchantments and we can spend the night anywhere that we want. The core zone is in the middle of the enchantments. So I've gotten a permit for like snow lakes where... I have to go on one side and then I can go into the enchantments and explore, but then I have to go back to my campsite at the end of the day. I can't sleep anywhere else. So we got our permit. We drive to Leavenworth. We park our car. We get a ride to the other trailhead. So I will say they have a shuttle that will take you from one trailhead to the other. And it runs at like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., but it only runs on the weekend. And we were going during the week. So we actually got a ride from an old friend of mine. Her name is Erica Bowie, and she actually owns, get this, the reindeer farm in Leavenworth. So if you didn't know, there's a reindeer farm in Leavenworth. And we go there every year because we go to Leavenworth during Christmas because it's this Bavarian town. It's very old feeling, like everything has to be, like the McDonald's isn't just a McDonald's. It has to look... A certain way. Yeah, they like change all the street signs. Everything looks all... It's super Bavarian, cute. Very German, very... Yeah, it's super cute. We go there probably twice a year. We go there for Christmas and then we go there during the summer at least once and mm-hmm. float the river. But 
we go to this reindeer farm and you actually get to go, you learn about reindeer and then you get to feed the reindeer. By the way, did you know reindeer are kind of small? They're a lot smaller than you would expect. They're not like the movies, you guys. That might be shocking to some of you because it kind of was to us. I don't know why. The only the only reindeer I've seen in movies, they're like the size of like a deer or a horse. Reindeer are not like that. They are small, but their antlers are fucking gigantic and they are scary. <laughs> Highly recommend that if you are in Leavenworth and they're open year round. Are they? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. They're open year round. Yeah. I highly recommend if you go to Leavenworth that you go and check them out. They're family run. They're super amazing. Anyway, so that's how we saved ourselves miles that we probably couldn't have handled. Um, no, fuck and no. I could not have our done second that option, And our second option was to hitchhike, which is what we were prepared to do in the morning when you we left. You are the biggest hypocrite on the planet. I know. You are such a Don't hypocrite. Don't hitchhike. Okay, so we started at Kolchak. We ended at Snow Lakes. Going up to Kolchak is a pretty easy, low-key. It's got a couple thousand feet of elevation gain. Maybe like bad. Maybe like 2,000 or just under that. It's a really pretty green lake. It has this beautiful yeah, mountain. gorgeous. You get there, the bugs start attacking you instantly at the lake. So when, when we started getting attacked at Kolchak, I knew we were in trouble because I knew it was going to be worse up the path. So when we got to Kolchak, and of course, we're hours in at this point, and I'm like, I'm debating if I should like have a drink now to celebrate that we made it to Kolchak or if I should wait till we get up the pass. And Maddie's like, just do both. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So we stopped at the lake. We had a drink. The fish at Kolchak Lake so was cool. probably my favorite thing ever. Yeah. There were so many fish. I could have camped there, honestly. I could have But the water's there and really the green. And actually, that wouldn't be a bad idea either. Like if I was going to do the enchantments again, I would do two nights instead of one night because we only did one night but I would go up to the pass I would stay at the top of the pass on day one and then go further down you know like I would split up that second I would split that in half yeah so we could enjoy it a little bit more right right I just wanted to get the fuck out of there at that point I know so so we get we get done at Kolchak and while we're sitting at Kolchak a fucking mountain goat comes right by where we're standing. Just walks right out. And we're like, us. oh, hi, buddy, which I've never seen one that low. They're all up in the pass. I've never seen them down at Kolchak. So that was really cool. So then we head around and I show Maddie exactly where we're going to be going up Kolchak. And, and I she think was she's like, kidding. She was like, oh, you're funny. And I was like, no, really? You see that, that mountain right there? We're going to go to the left of those trees and we're going to go up and we're going to go through that. And she was like, no, we're fucking not. And I was like, yeah, we are. And she was like, Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then we ran to some people. We talked to them, and they were like, yeah, you can see the people going up there. And I'm like, oh, my God. And that's when she realized that I wasn't kidding. What the fuck? <laughs> Which she literally said that while we're talking to those people. She's like, wait a second. You weren't kidding? <laughs> and we have, like, our big-ass packs on because we're spending the night up there. So we start, we fill up our water bottles and then we start heading up. Oh no, we have a drink, snacks. And oh yeah, fill well, up yeah. Our water yeah we, we have a drink. We want to make this more enjoyable. I'm ripping, and my, dad, I'm ripping my dad pen. Help me, please get me up this mountain. <laughs> so 
we fill up our water. We start heading up. By now, it is fucking scorching hot. It's probably 80 degrees already. Yeah, it's, and it's like noonish. Yeah. Which no, is, no, no. It was like it was like 10. It was like 10. It was like 10 yeah. when we got which, the cold truck. The last time I did this hike, I started a lot earlier because I was doing it in one day. So it was barely sunrise when I started heading up cold truck. But now it's like scorching hot. And so we've just got like this heat down on us. It's all these rocks and all these boulders. It's just straight bouldering. And, and it's literally I, straight up. I think that the beginning of Asgard Pass was like collapsed with another rock slide because there was no trail at the beginning. Yeah, you're the... you're following Carnes the entire time. Yeah. It it's but then, it's like, halfway up, we sketchy. could see, like, the dirt trail. Yeah. Like, we could tell where people were walking It a lot. did seem like there was a recent slide. But in the yeah. beginning, it was, like, huge boulders bigger than me that were fucking climbing up for, like, half a mile. Yep. And then we see a couple. We see another mountain goat who's about halfway up. We start running into people who are coming down. No. Going up. Oh, who are going up with their little day packs on. But so we're like basically just hiding in any shade that we can find. Stopping. And every time we stop, we're attacked by bugs. We're attacked by horse flies and bees and gnats. There weren't that many mosquitoes on Asgard Pass, I will say. There were some, but it was mosquitoes the were mostly at the lakes. It yeah. was the gnats and the horse flies so coming. We had for like us. bug spray on us, and bugs were just like committing suicide and getting stuck. Like I had literally had bugs all over my chest and my arms from I, like I was I was I was wiping the bugs off of me because I could not handle having the bugs. See, I just left them spray. because I didn't want to wipe off the bug spray. <laughs> uh. So we get to the top of Asgard Pass and... We don't even get to the top of Asgard Pass. Asgard Pass took us so long. You are underplaying Asgard Pass right now. Okay. It was hard. And every other person we're watching, even the day hikers... Everyone's dying of heat. The guy's coming down and he's like, I just want to get down. And now we're like, oh, we're like yeah. halfway up and he's not even close to the bottom. I know. Well, and there was like this girl who was like, where's the next water? I'm so thirsty. She was out of water. We're just like, oh my God, you, you have, have so, so far. long until you get to the water. So like it's halfway up. So about a quarter of the way up Asgard Pass, you go far away from the stream that's running down into the lake. So... Well, and to get back to it is kind of dangerous because yeah. there's still snowdrifts around it. So it, it's like partially frozen. The water's not, but there's partially these snowbanks that just collapse if you step on them. Yeah, because it's like... So I'm not trying to underplay it. Maybe I'm just trying to block it out. You're I'm just really trying to not like, sure. You're just trying to get through it. <laughs> Which is what I was doing when we were hiking yes. it. Yeah. But we get we finally, after losing the trail, after bouldering and after like having to find just our way through literally because... standing there like where's the next car and where is it i don't and it's nowhere to be seen and... i'm pretty sure at some point we weren't anywhere near the trail but we know we've got to go up so we're just like heading up because it's steep as shit no matter which way you go and then at the last like mile it was like straight just like loose little rocks that we were walking it was like on. a quarter mile a quarter mile mm -hmm. it felt like a mile though the people coming down in that section where we were going up, it was so sketchy. They were all terrified. You could see it in their faces. They were sliding down this really steep, like, it was uh, It was. Very I would sketchy. not go down Asgard Pass. I would not want to do that. No, and we definitely took the harder, the, we took the steeper and longer way down, but I would not want to go the other direction and come down Asgard Pass. Mm -mm, that seems like hell. That seems like I'm going to break my fucking ankle. Yeah, exactly. It seems more dangerous 
Dangerous is in just more opportunity for injury, which we try to avoid. So we come around the corner and there's like these six girls that are like taking shade behind like this big rock. And they're like, you guys made it. And they all just start clapping for us. Got a whole ass round of applause. We got a standing ovation at the top of the mountain. And the strangest part was that this wasn't even our first standing ovation at the top of a mountain. We were like, this was our second standing ovation we've gotten. Our and first now, one. I really expect a goddamn <laughs> round of applause every time I get to the top. I will say, our first one was more massive, but this one felt better. Well, because the other one was like a group of Korean tourists that was like, like literally a hundred of them. Hundred, at the least 50 people in that group. Oh, there was more than I that. I feel like there was more like a hundred, but yeah. also I was a little delusional. I don't know what. So was we going were on. we were backpacking the Tour du Mont Blanc, which is in Europe, and the Swiss Alps. Yeah, and we had this really intense pass that we had to climb to, and it was so hot, and it was so hard, and we. It was also a few years back when the when Europe had that super bad heat wave. If anyone yeah. remembers that, mm-hmm. so it was. Like, it was over 100 degrees. It was intense. It was, like, two years ago. So we, like, get to the top, and we, like— We just rounded the top of that hill, came up to the flat ground where they were all taking a break from hiking that awful hill, the awful pass we just went up. And we're walking, and we just get a whole round of applause. Just there. Everybody just starts cheering for us. And we're, like, looking around, like, what— who are, who, are, who are they clapping for? Should we be clapping? And then they're just like congratulating us and like telling us what a good job we did. And we were like, because they were watching us go up the whole time because they, they, because you can see, yeah. yeah, there's like these switchbacks. So you can like see the people coming up behind you. So that standing ovation was our first ever when completing a hike. And after getting another one this week, I just feel like we literally need one every time it's we an summit a mountain now. <laughs> It is an expectation for me, for sure. I did get, like, a couple people clapping for me when I got to the top of Mount St. Helens, but it wasn't, like, the enthusiastic round of applause that we got this week or a couple years ago. Yeah, no, those were some enthusiastic round we of applause. We were just, I like, I it almost, like, made me want to cry because I was, like, so... It's so beautiful. <laughs> anyway, so if you were hiking the enchantments and you... And your friends gave a round of applause to two very tired blonde girls at the top of Asgard Pass. You are appreciated. They did look like the people that I would imagine listen to our podcast. Yeah, right. Well, and they were were staying at Kolchak and doing a day hike up to the pass. So, And they did not want to go back down. (laughs) No, I don't blame them at all. But we appreciated you. Well, we finally come around the corner and there are just... Mountain goats everywhere. everywhere. There's baby mountain goats. There's mama mountain goats. There's like Henri looking teenage mountain goats. They are literally like, everywhere. They're white and they're like shedding their fur. So they're like all like half fluffy. Yeah. It it's was so amazing. Cute. We actually, we did an entire like video, like log of this trip for our Patreon. And there's like this one point where the mom and the baby are on one side of the rock and this other mountain goat comes around the corner and the mom just like charges it and they kind of like go off and like fight a little bit and the baby's like following the mom and it's like it's like screaming it's like screaming in distress and we were because like can't find it we like just wanted to help it we felt so bad but it was 
the so coolest cute. thing ever. The baby mountain goats are fucking adorable. We actually probably spent way too much time hanging out with the baby mountain goats and the like all the mountain goats. Like I we feel just like we didn't there. spend enough time <laughs> with the mountain goats. So then we like we're like, okay, well, let's go get a little further. Let's get a good view and then let's like sit down and we'll have a snack and we'll kind of recoup and figure out where we want to set up camp tonight. And we find this big, huge rock and we're like sitting there and we're having our snack and we're having another drink because, you know, why not? And drink ripping the dab pen. <laughs> My vape tasted so good at the top. <laughs> Maddie's got her dab. Is it dat? Dab. Dab. Maddie's got her dab pen. Um, I did not have a dab pen. I don't even have a dab pen. It would have pen, made her jump off the cliff. It probably would have made me jump off the cliff. So I'm a paranoid. It's fine. <laughs> so we're like, we're like sitting there and we're having our snack and we're enjoying ourselves. And then all of a sudden this goat comes up and he's like, all of a sudden right there, right next to Madison. Sneak attacks me. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, he's going to ram us. And Maddie's like, he's not going to ram us. So I'm already paranoid and I'm not yeah, even like, I'm- smoking anything. <laughs> But then he like like walks nice and slow in front of us and then he jumps up on this rock and then he comes around the corner towards where I'm at and I'm like, okay, this is where I die. He totally left us alone. They didn't care about us at no. all. But it but was so cool. I think we scared him and he scared us. I think he climbed up on that rock and was like, oh, fuck. And, Jesus. And we, we kind of did the same thing where we were like, oh my gosh. All of a sudden my mom's like, there's a mountain go behind you. I turn around and he's like literally three feet from me. Yeah, he's like right there. We got we got video of that too. There was also there was a couple times where a mountain goat walked really close to me, like within a couple feet of me, and I'm like, okay, we're um, doing this. Okay, if Sounds if you're good. gonna be friendly, I'll be friendly. Everything will be fine here. So the first day we were hiking, we did hear a story from another hiker about how somebody got charged at by, by a, a goat. goat. Yeah, <laughs> which um I personally think if you're being charged at by a mountain goat, what did you do? Yeah. What well, and do? they can be ornery. Like people think that because they don't seem to care about you that you can like get close to them and whatnot. We didn't do that. We didn't walk any closer to them than they were to us. So like no. if we're walking and one comes close to us, we didn't get closer to it to take a picture. We took a picture of it where it was at. We didn't move around near them. Moved my path multiple times to get Further, farther yeah. away from which is what you're supposed to do yeah, yeah. i don't want to disrupt them i'm in their territory exactly i don't, yeah. don't want to let them live their life peacefully yep. it was really sad though one of the baby mountain goats we saw the mom just kind of walked within like five feet of us like across the snow away from us but like walked then the baby was following her and the baby saw us and the baby got real nervous when it got closer to us and had to like go climb up and go around on a rock yeah. to be like farther away from us because it didn't want to walk near us. Yeah, the babies are really skittish. They are very skittish. Which is surprising because the adults are They're, not at all. The adults are curious. So, super cool. So, we finally pack up and we leave from there and we start heading. Where, how many miles are we in at this point? A lot. It's like 4 p.m. at this point. I don't know how many miles we're the in. The time like just seemed to disappear by this point. Like, we were shocked at how fast the time went. So, we're not even... We're not even halfway there yet, though. No. So no, we no, packed no. It up. It took us. We took our. We took our sweet time on. We Asgard really did Pass. take our it sweet was, time. Yeah. It was so hot. It was like ninety degrees when we were heading up Asgard. Well, and we made sure that when we ran into a water source, we filled it up. We drank a lot of water. Like we were being very cautious of the heat, especially. And I am not in hiking shape at all right <laughs> now. I have not been hiking. I have been so bad. I felt with pretty hiking. good. <laughs> I did not. I did not at all. I've I have not been hiking. No. 
And I have been, so it wasn't as bad for me probably as it was for Maddie. We're we're doing another one. It was still hard, though. Let me preface that. It was still... It was still hard for me. I'm not saying it was easy, but it was probably easier for me than it was for Maddie. Oh, my God. It was... I wanted to die. So we pack up our stuff, and we, we had, like, three different lakes picked out that we might stay at, depending on where there were sites available, because you don't have, like, a specific reserve site. It's just kind of first come, first serve. So we start, but you have to have a permit. But you have to have a permit. So we start heading in the direction of the lakes that we kind of want to look at. There's like three that I had seen on my previous hike that I thought would be good ones. We run into some hikers. We're like, oh, how's it looking out there? They're like, yeah, there's still a spot at Leprechaun Lake. And I was like, oh, that's perfect if we can get to that spot before anybody else. Which is the furthest spot that we wanted to go to. Which is the, the furthest that we were going to go that day. Because the other two lakes were closer. And when we did get to the other two lakes, there weren't any good sites near the lake. So I'm glad that we pushed on to Leprechaun. We got to Leprechaun Lake. Beautiful spot right on the lake. These big Um, rocks. You're missing a very key part. We had to cross the river at some point. And I'm using my hiking pole to like help balance myself across like these <laughs> rocks like it was like you almost get your feet wet in general on this i thought that river. was on no. our hike out no oh the dam was on our hike out oh yeah, yeah i'm talking about the river crossing where i got my boots absolutely fucking <laughs> soaking wet because i put my hiking pole on a rock it slips it gets caught between the rocks so i go to pull my hiking pole out and you me pulling my hiking pole out sends me off the rock into the river so then i just have to get both my feet wet because it's i get my feet wet or i completely fall in my body yeah. into the river so i might have been on the other side laughing but and a whole ass group of campers watched me fall in because there was <laughs> that was right by a campsite and they were watching us cross it's fine and i fell in it's fine. And got my boots both absolutely drenched. Yeah. The good news is, is that we weren't far from our campsite by that point. So far enough that my feet hurt. Were numb. Yeah. By the time that we got. Well, the water's really cold. And then we had to cross a bunch of snowbanks too, which didn't help keep my feet warm. Yeah. So we got to our campsite. We put our stuff down. We're so excited. And all of a sudden, we are under attack. The sun starts to go down behind the mountain. And the mosquitoes start eating us alive. And when I say the mosquitoes are eating us alive, I'm not just saying we're getting a couple bites here and there. We are literally covered in bug spray from head to toe. And are being We're being bit through our clothes. We're being bit with the bug spray on. They don't seem to care. It's making no difference whatsoever. So we like set up our tent as quick as we can and we just kind of have to fucking deal with it because we need to make dinner. We're, we're not going to cook in our tent. So we have our tent set up and ready to go. I have a mosquito net that I have over my head, which is like a jokey one that somebody bought me a long time ago and I've never actually worn it. Not a came, joke this time. Came And I brought it because last time I hiked the enchantments, I did get a lot of bug bites and I got one on my forehead. And it turned into this big, huge, swollen thing on my forehead. And I was like, oh, I'll bring my net just in case. Don't worry. I got two bug bites on my forehead during this trip in the enchantment. Yeah. So, So, like, I'd put my net on and then I'd, like, cook something while she's, like, setting up. And then I'd give her the net while I, like, ate something. And then we were just, like, passing the net back and forth. Um, It was pretty intense. And then, luckily, 
I slept pretty good because the wind was so loud that I couldn't be startled by every noise that I heard throughout the yeah, night. Yeah, the wind was like pulling the tent, like pushing the tent into my face while I yeah. was sleeping. So the like, wind it was did, intense. it did keep me up, but it didn't startle me up like noises do. Because normally when I backpack, I hear literally every single noise wakes me up. So it's just intense. It's loud. I don't sleep well when I backpack. And I actually slept pretty decent on this night. Yeah, the only thing that was waking me up was myself rolling over on my loud ass fucking sleeping pad. I hate my sleeping pad. It's Maddie has so my loud. Maddie has my original sleeping pad, the one that I did for Wonderland. I'm and cheap and I don't buy my own supplies. It's basically it's a torso mat. So I went as lightweight as I could on Wonderland because it was nine days. It was a hundred miles. It was intense. So it's a torso mat, and then I would sleep with my feet on my backpack, which was also good because my feet hurt so bad that elevating them kind of helped. It is the loudest thing that was ever made. No, dude. I like roll over. It's like. <laughs> it just sounds like fucking. She moves around a lot in her sleep too. Yeah, I do. I do. And yeah. I wake myself up every time I roll over because. Yep. And I almost had a heat stroke in the middle of the night because <laughs> I'm wearing all my warm stuff and like. Yeah, I didn't put my blanket on until like probably halfway through the dude, night. Dude, I woke up in a mid panic, like about to take off layers, and I'm like, no, it's not. It's too cold for that. Just go back to bed. You'll be okay. You'll be fine. Everything is fine. Um, but we woke up. The first couple hours were really nice because the bugs weren't the bugs super intense yet. Once the bugs came, we were like, let's pack up our shit and get out of here right now. So yeah, then we had to start our grueling. Oh, you're missing. In what? the morning, when we were making our breakfast, oh, yeah, the eating our breakfast, a mama and her baby came right to our campsite to check our campsite out. Yeah, I got such cute video of this. They're literally just, and I think I posted, I posted a reel of it. It might be on my personal. Also, Instagram, there though. was this one rock right on the lake that we hung out at at night with our drinks and stuff. And in the morning, we went to go eat our breakfast over there, and there was a random ass rock. Like a good sized rock, like the right size in the middle. of like two of my hands, sitting on this rock that we were sitting. That's right by our campsite, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And there's no logical way it could have ended up there. I have no idea how the rock got there. I'm confused about it still. <laughs> I don't understand how the rock got there. And there were no campers around us either. By no, the no, the other campers that were on this lake were on the other side of the lake, and those were the only campers we saw the whole time we were there. Like. Tents set up until the next morning. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, I guess well, we saw. No, we saw. We saw the ones at the other lake. Yeah, we saw the ones yeah. at the other lake, but those were the only ones that are like where that was that one big group that had like three mm-hmm. tents or something. Yeah. But um, we we did on our way out of our campsite find like a pit toilet that had the best view ever. <laughs> um. Yeah, it did. It like faced this like huge mountain and it had a lake and it was just like this pit toilet with a view <laughs> you feel awesome. a little exposed but you also it's kind of enjoyable no, so it was fun i i had a great shit that morning so it, <laughs> everything was fine after i ate both our dinners because my mom didn't really eat a lot of her dinner she only ate like half of her yeah meal. i'm i'm i try i really do try to eat when i hike but i do struggle i didn't let it go to waste i ate it all so on this second day, basically our entire hike is downhill. And we have, so I logged it. Once we got to that point, we still had how many miles left? 10. 
So we had 10 miles from our campsite to our car. And 10 miles doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but the first couple miles of our hike were across these crazy like boulders and down these rocks. And at one point there was like this downhill and I I took a video of this and there's like these metal bars like bolted to the rock for you to put your foot on so Mm -hmm. that you don't slide off the mountain. Yeah. Yes. So lots of steep bouldering, lots of knee calf burning rocks. Yeah, it's just, it's difficult terrain. Like you can't go very fast through it. Mm -hmm. So it's just difficult. So we, it's beautiful though. Like the whole entire area feels like another world. It feels like you're in a different world. It's crazy. It doesn't even look real. I want to do it multiple days so that I can experience the second part of it longer because I feel like I did not get to So, yeah, we get down all of this, like, super sketchy terrain. Once we get to Snow Lakes, we decide that we're going to take our next break when we get to the other side of Snow Lakes. So you get to Snow Lakes, and you basically hike along the lake for what seems like a million fucking years. A million fucking years. And the bugs are so bad around this lake. So we finally get to the dam. There is this man-made dam. It's cement, and it it goes across where you have to exit. So I walked across this dam last year. I did it in my boots. It doesn't look deep. It looks really shallow. But as soon as you start stepping on it, water just starts rushing over your feet. So I told Maddie, I was like, let's take our shoes off, and then when we get to the other side, we'll have our break over there with our shoes off. We'll take care of our blisters we'll put some moleskin on like we'll yeah, by the way out. i have like six blisters at this point on my feet yeah she does so she used all of my moleskin <laughs> my boots are wearing out i need new boots real bad i know i kind of need new boots right now too so we're like sitting down and we're taking our shoes off and all of a sudden this group they're like six guys they like come from behind they had just set up their camp at snow lake it was actually eight guys was it eight And they're, like, looking at us taking off our shoes, and they're, like, questioning what we're doing. And I was like, so I'm telling him that last year when I crossed the dam, I got my boots wet, and I had to do the last eight miles of downhill with wet boots. And I lost three toenails. I got lots of blisters. And it's deeper than it looks. And he's kind of just, like, looking at me, and they're all just kind of, like, looking at me. And then three or four of them just start crossing. Guess what happens? And they get about halfway. The water starts rushing over their boots. The water starts, like, just rushing over their boots. And one of them even tries to, like, step on a log that's, like, up against the dam. And it just, like, sinks. And he gets even more wet. And the other guys that are still on the side where we're at, the four, there's, like, four of them, they immediately sit down and start taking off their boots. But the other four, they're already, they're already heading across. It's too late for them. There's no hope. They're already halfway across. Because then the rest of the guys start, like, hang back and are like, this girl just told us that you get your feet really wet. And then they're, like, watching the other group guys. And then they watch the other guys struggle. And then they start taking it their was almost off. It was almost comical, though, because they're, like, trying to walk on their tippy toes across because the water's, like, coming into their boots. So they're trying to get, like, higher up. But you really... 
You really can't. It doesn't work like that. So we let them all cross, even the other four guys, before we cross. I wanted to watch them, the other four. My mom was like, why are you taking so long? She's like, why are you? Because I was like being slow because I wanted to watch the other four guys cross because they had slides on. Yeah. They didn't have like their their tivas or like nothing like that. Nothing kind of like that's staying on your feet. Invest in the tivas if you're going to be up. If you're going to be out hiking a lot, it's I worth have, the strap. I have Walmart Tivas. Yeah, they don't have to be brand right. name ones. You can get the cheap ones. Um, But I wanted to watch them cross because I definitely thought someone was going to lose a shoe because... She the, was very disappointed that so nobody fast. lost a shoe. No one lost any of their... But they, when we got to the other side, the four guys were putting their shoes back on. They all had dry feet. And the other four guys were like standing there and they did not <laughs> have dry feet. So if somebody's like, hey, you might want to take your shoes off... Maybe listen to them. So, yeah, we get across Snow Lakes. We take our last, like, long break of the day, um, which was really good. The bugs were only kind of bad there. I got to watch more fish at this lake. hmm Yep. And then we started the downhill. And then a huge trout came and poked his face out from oh, the yeah, logs. And the I was log. like, oh, my God. Maddie really likes fish. I really like the fish. So then we start our downhill. And this downhill is like no downhill I've ever experienced in my life. It's just like switch back, switch back, switch back, switch back. And at some point, you get around the corner of the mountain, and then you can see your car. Yeah. And this is a magical moment for about two seconds until you realize you are still so far away from your car. But here's the thing is that we rounded the mountain. For fucking forever. Forever. So we finally see our car, and then it is still at least an hour. You're missing. You're missing. What am I missing? The whole, the guy, and are you looking for your sister? Oh, well, oh, yeah, okay. That happened before we could see the car. That was, that was before, that was. Sorry, I, apparently I keep leaving things out, and Maddie's getting upset. So before we get to the car. Or before we can see the car. This this is a story. We're telling a story right now. She's just missing valuable pieces that make it a more interesting story. I'm sorry. So before we get to the point where we can see the car, we pass this guy. And he has climbing gear on Mm -hmm. or climbing gear with him. Yeah. He has a big backpack with him. He's obviously going up to spend the night and to do some climbing. And there are people that do climbing in this area as well. We saw some. Right. We saw some people on some crazy rock walls while we were doing this hike. So a lot of people do do rock climb in this area. So he gets close to us and it's getting kind of late in the day right now. Late-ish. Ish. What time were we heading down? I don't know. Let's look at our pictures. So we crossed the dam at 10.33. At 2.30, I took a picture of that rock that you wanted me to take a picture of. Yes, because my phone died. That's right. That's why I don't have any yep. pictures. So Maddie's phone died. So it's, it's around 2.30, 3 o'clock when yes. you run into this guy. Yes, because that was the rock. My rock yep. was at that point. I love my rock. Yeah. It looks like the, the kind of looks like the... Hook of Maui's hook from Moana. Yeah, or like an anchor. A little bit. So this guy comes up to it or is coming towards us and he's like, oh, are you guys meeting? Are you looking for your sister? And we were like, what? (laughs) I'm like so confused because we're just hiking. We've never spoke to this man before. And we're just like zoning out right now. We're just like trying to, we're in survival mode right now. And we were like, what? And he was like, Oh, I passed a girl who was looking for her sister. And we were like, oh, no, we're not, we're not meeting anybody here. Like, we were coming all the way through. 
And he was like, oh, I think she said she was like running the enchantments or something. And we were like, oh, that's weird because we haven't run into anybody that's running. And we've been hiking from about halfway through the enchantments. That day. Since like 6 a.m. Right, right. So, and we had seen one trail runner, which, God, he, if you're a trail runner. Good job. Good job. You're insane. I don't know how the <laughs> fuck you do that. It's We think it's crazy, but I that's fine. I think you're crazy, but. It's fine. People think I'm crazy for doing what I do. That's true. People think I'm crazy for walking. And you're running? Yeah, exactly. So. Anyway. We get a little further. Or, and then he also, and then he also tells us that he's got a couple buddies coming behind him. And we were like, oh, okay. He's like, tell them that I'm not that far ahead or tell them how far ahead of them I am or whatever. So we get a little further down and we run into. Like right after we ran into him, we run into one of his other buddies. Right. And, and we're like, oh, heading up to rock climb with your buddy, whatever. He's like, yeah. And we got, we got a couple more He looked really coming. confused when we were just straight out like yeah, you're yeah. rock climbing. He was like. Kind of how we looked when the guy was asking us if we were looking for our sister. Yes. Confused. So he passes us. We're like, yeah, they're they're fine. They're gonna make it. They're gonna survive. They yeah. they're both fit. Whatever. Yeah. We get a little. We further may or t- may not judge everybody's survival ratings a little bit when we pass. Them oh, on you the might hikes. get a rating when you pass us on a trail. It's not like a real rating, like not like a number or anything, but like, oh, they're not. No, they're gonna be hurting. Whatever. Or like, they're fine. So like, we get probably another half mile down. So now we're about. They're about a mile ahead of their their next group of people. So it's a guy and a girl. And oh my goodness, they are struggling. And it is like one small foot in front of the other, moving very slowly with a very heavy pack, beat red, like not looking good. And we were like... And at this point, they're only two miles into their hike. Right. Because we are two miles from the, the exit. parking lot. Yeah. So we're like, okay, well, you're about, your buddies are about a mile ahead of you. They're going to have a rough night, I think, because it's getting later now. It's maybe like 3.30 now at this point. Something like that. Between two and three. Yeah. And then we run into the sister who is standing in a shade patch. Because there's not a lot of shade in this area. Right. It's kind of- Or like the spot, we are at like the beginning of the no shade. Right. And the rest of the two miles- is like open exposed. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, she's not wearing hiking clothes. No. And she has one little bottle of water in a her blender hand. bottle. Yep. With a blue top. And she looks very concerned and she's looking for her sister. And we're like, oh, is your sister the one running the enchantments? Because that's what the guy had told us. And she said, yeah, she was running it in one day. She started at Snow Lake this morning. She started. At, she started at Colchuck yeah. this morning, and we were like, oh, because if she started at Colchuck this morning, she should have passed us at some point. Because we started hiking at, like, 6. Right. And it could just be that she's she behind got, us. She's definitely behind us, but it could just be that it was harder than she thought, and she got delayed. But we took a lot of breaks. We took a lot of breaks. And I feel like, theoretically— a trail runner would have started at like three or four. Well, in the maybe. Obviously not though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. But if 
you were there and you were looking for your sister or if you were running it, can you just like drop us a note and let us know that you You are are alive? alive? Because the day after we hiked the enchantments, somebody was airlifted out of the enchantments. I saw the emergency call on the scanner. Was it you? (laughs) I really want to know because I can't find any articles about anyone being airlifted out, but we know for a fact. But we know that it happened. That somebody was airlifted out. I'm guessing it was probably heat-related or injury-related. It is easy to injure yourself, and the heat is pretty intense. Yeah, well, you're so high up. Yeah. So we finally, finally get to the point where we can see our car, and it feels magical, and then it's not magical because... We still have like a whole mile to go. We had like an entire mile to go still. And it was like the longest mile of my life. But we finally get to the car. It's fucking amazing. We stopped on the way home and we got burgers and milkshakes. And it was probably the best burger I've ever eaten in my life. It was pretty good. It was a good burger. It was good. We were tired. But yeah, that was our hike in the enchantments. Oh, and also, yeah, this was, and that was the day that we ran into the one girl that was on our way down. I forgot about we that. We totally forgot. Okay. Also, on our way down. Day two. After we did, like, all the hard, like, bouldering bouldering on the yeah. second day going down. Yeah, we're walking down this trail, and these three girls are coming up. Yeah. And so we scoot to the side, because if you're coming up, you have the right of way. If you don't know that, you should know that if you're hiking. And two of them pass us, and then the third one kind of just stands there and stares at us. And we're like, I didn't even notice she was standing there and staring. Yeah, she was just like literally stopped and staring. And she goes, Do you guys have a podcast? And we were like, Yes. (laughs) Anyway, her name was Brittany, and she totally listens to our podcast. We took a picture with her. Totally made our day. Yeah, you got recognized at a wedding, but I got recognized first on the trails, so... True story. It was Maddie that she recognized first. So, that was freaking amazing. We've been recognized before, but, like, never out hiking, which I no. feel like just Which is it- surprising, yeah. actually, but not surprising because, honestly, what are the odds of running into somebody in real life that listens to our podcast? And we were kind of far from home, and so, like, it just... It was the coolest thing to be recognized but I feel while like hiking. If we were going to run into someone, it was going to be on the enchantments. The enchantments are pretty amazing. I We highly recommend them in multiple <sighs> days. <laughs> Maddie's looking at me like I'm never hiking the enchantments again. Um, well, I got deathly ill after hiking the enchantments. <laughs> I threw up for 15 hours the day after we got home. I was a little nauseous on the drive home, and then after that, I was fine. No, I, like, came home, went to bed, woke up in the morning, and just 7 a.m. started throwing up all the way into the night. And we drank the same water, and we ate the same food, so it could just be that she's more sensitive to something that was in the water. We did filter all of our water or boil all of our water, so... Could have been the burger. I could have gotten food poisoning. But or it I also could have been elevation sickness. Right. So you're we're up pretty high. We're kind of at the low range of where you can start to get elevation I sickness. I think I just over got some elevation sickness and like overworked my body. I was going to say your body probably went into shock a little bit too. Like you haven't done a hike like that in a really long time since Europe probably. Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah, it was amazing. We had a great trip, but uh, yeah, we just wanted to give you guys something a little different today. And I almost died, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Maddie's fine. Don't listen to her. We're going backpacking on Monday. Someone called Protected Child Services. <laughs> protected Adult Services. You're not a child anymore. Yeah. I know there's like the elderly service. There but is, is protective just... adult. Yeah, there it there is. But usually there has to be something else. Extenuating circumstances. I just watched an episode of Hoarders where the guy threw a huge fit and like broke the windows on something because oh the, the people were like, we're going to call elderly protective services. <laughs> and he was like, I'm running away. I'm running away. Well, and I think if Maddie or if anybody called Adult Protective Services for Maddie, they'd be like, you live in your mother's house. Just move out. <laughs> like, Or just don't go hiking with her. No, I'm getting all of your children taken away. <laughs> I, uh, I told Maddie that we were going backpacking on Monday because I got a permit for somewhere. And she's like, how hard is it? And I was like, it's not that hard. She's like, you lie. <laughs> I'm traumatized. I want to know exactly how hard it is. I threw up. Do you know what throwing up for 15 hours does to a person? Yeah, I, dude, I do not do well throwing up. I'm like the worst puker ever. But I'm going. I couldn't even keep water or applesauce down. Yeah. But I'm going on a like 40 mile backpacking trip next week. And so I need at least one more hard hike overnight to like prepare, I, I feel like. So that's why I have to go. On this trip on Monday. And Maddie has to go with me. I hope Hayden can go with us. (laughs) (laughs) You go easier on her. (laughs) You mean to me. Maddie does like it when we... Well, so we have like a love-hate relationship with hiking. Because we both like... We're able to like push through just about anything. I'm there for the views. I am strictly there for the views and the experience. But when it gets hard, when we're struggling, we both will just like... Sit down and we'll drink and we'll complain and then we'll get up and we'll just fucking get it done. When we hike with other people, I tend to be a little nicer, I guess. You let me take longer breaks. She She loves when we hike with Hannah because the breaks are abundant and she's like, this is amazing. This hike isn't even hard. I'm like, shut up. We just took 25 breaks and you did two shots. Anyway, so yeah, uh, we will let you guys know on the next episode if we survive the backpacking trip that we're going to be going on here. I did buy a giant campsite net. Good, because yeah, we're going to need that. I'm like, I'm not fucking dealing with mosquitoes anymore. I want a fucking net that I can tie to the trees and I can live under it. So bugs like me, but bugs always like my mom more well if you guys enjoyed our chat about the enchantments you should probably go check out our patreon we have an entire video on there from our trip and we also have a bunch of other hiking stuff that we've done so we have lots of videos lots of hiking with hannah which is where we take my sister who is not a hiker out into the woods and we try not to kill her Mm, she almost dies every time so there is crying every time so yeah thanks for tuning in you guys and we will Talk to you soon. Bye.